Hello, everyone. This is the On The Rise Show, episode 43. I am Mr. Molly McGuire, alongside Alicia Loray. Today, we are going to talk about two posts from our publication. First one is going to be um, from Christine Bradstreet. It says, the only thing you need to say when somebody tells they're finally doing something. And the second post is from Jordan Gross. This is the single most important word in creating and discovering um, what you love. Okay. So, Halita, how are you? Hey, Molly. I'm doing good. How are you today? Yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing great, too. So, uh, I'm excited to start doing another one, episode 43 already. So, um, let's yeah. begin, right? Um, so, the first one is from Christine. It's the, the first post from our publication from Christine Bradstreet. And the, the title is a little bit long. The only <laughs> thing you need to say when someone tells you they're finally getting around doing something. I made it even longer, but anyway. So, what did you think <laughs> about this? I thought this was a good post. I think it's all about encouraging people instead of putting them down. And basically, she was giving the correct answer to if someone's telling you they finally got around to starting a project, um, you should just say that's great or something positive instead of like complaining about what took you so long or anything like that. Yeah, I mean, basically, it's a good rule for everything in life, right? And instead of being negative, just being positive. Um, yeah, I, I like it because like... Uh, the person, first of all, you have to realize that the person probably took a long time to make that decision. Right. And he decides to do, he or she decides to do it. And you're like, huh, you know what I mean? Like, they don't need that, right? They're already vulnerable. They're already not, not sure if it's going to work. And then if you're going to say like, uh, what took you so long? You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's never a good thing, right? Exactly. And she even has this line here that says, look, the inner workings that led to someone's procrastination is none of anyone else's business. And that's pretty much what you were saying, too. Like, you don't know what someone had to go through to get to a certain point. Yeah. And, and what we call procrast procrastination is maybe someone else's, like, I don't know, aha moment. We don't know what, what you're doing, right? We can yeah. only things from our perspective and sometimes they, you think like that person is lazy and doing nothing but you don't know what they're doing so yeah. it's very difficult to be negative about something exactly i mean the best thing you can do if you see someone quote unquote procrastinating or just going through something is just encourage them and see if you can help in some way yeah and, and maybe just like talk to the person and see what they are doing and, and see things from their perspective and maybe you you'll realize okay they're not actually procrastinating or maybe mm -hmm. you think like you know they really need help they're really seeing things wrong but like just out of the blue um being negative i, I don't think that ever works no me neither yep anyway oh, it's again what, what we talked about in the past like what is that person trying to achieve by being negative right i know it's true yeah, I don't know why people do that because I have a lot of people like that in, not a lot, but I have a few people like that in my life too that everything I do, if I do something, they're negative. If I don't do something, they're negative. So I'm like, you can't win either way. Yeah. Yeah, that reminds me of um, uh, Katie Murray when, I mean, I was, I was talking about my parents that sometimes a little bit, uh, sometimes my parents can be a little bit negative about uh, my ventures. And she's like, I mean, yeah, she's probably exaggerating, but she was like, yeah, how can you live like that? And, you know, I, I feel sorry for you. <laughs> I mean, like, I yeah. feel like that's a little bit overreacting. But still, I mean, I get what she says because um, that's the worst thing you can do to a kid is, like, constructing his beliefs and, and like, 
being negative and saying like this is never going to work right that's exactly true that too, right you were uh <laughs> like in your like making magic potions and doing whatever as a kid and that creative creativity is very important if someone comes along and says like you can never be that or you you know i mean stop dreaming silly dreams it's the same thing right it's definitely happened to me too like even when i said about my dream to sail along the ivory coast like as impactful or whatever it may seem to parents they should still try to encourage your, their kids and be like oh yeah you could definitely do that you should go for it because i mean my parents like they're not ill intentioned but they're like oh how are you gonna get the money to do that that's not gonna work you know so it's really mm -hmm. important to encourage your kids creativity and their big dreams yeah it's it's it reminds me too about uh, i think the master key system but not maybe some applied version of it like if you have a dream just dream or, or visualize that dream as as perfect as can be like when your experiences is but don't think about ways to get there we talked about that before too right the practical mm -hmm. don't matter just have your dream and that's the same thing yeah. with this. like people want to get practical and technical like yeah but how are you going to pay for that how is it going to happen but that's not the point the point is just having the dream and let the universe uh, mature materialize the circumstances in a way exactly because it's already starting the worry and anxiety you haven't even given it a chance yet you're already questioning if it's possible mm -hmm. yeah it's amazing yeah so um it's, it's a shortest short post but there's a, a lot of punch in it packs a lot of punch and it's it's a great post right yes i think so too so um it's, if it's is it okay if i move on to the if you're moving on to the other post yeah definitely yeah so um thank you christine for uh submitting this one yes so thank the, you second post we are going to talk about is another post with a, a nice title this is the single most important word in creating and discovering what you love uh, it's by jordan um gross yeah I'm, I'm always mixing up the names jordan gross um mm -hmm. and yeah of course we had them on our um, podcast yesterday so um this is very exciting right yeah it's great a great follow-up to our podcast conversation so can you talk uh, a little bit about it? What it's, is it about? Sure. Um, Jordan has an acronym in here called KISS, which is Keep It Simple Stupid. And this is something that I need to learn throughout my life, something I'm still working on, just trying to make things, because I have a tendency to make things more complicated than they need to be, when you can really just drop down to the basics and start doing something instead of overthinking it and overanalyzing it, just start. Um, and keep it simple. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, I mean, most of the time people have like an incentive to make things um, more difficult, right? Especially if you're consulting and stuff like that. You're not <laughs> going to say, oh, this is actually very easy. No, you're going to say like, you know, I'm trying to keep it a little bit difficult because yeah. that's when you get paid. So, I mean, that's why there's so much fluff in the world because all those MBAs and stuff like that need to get things like, right? You need to get yeah. things like as complicated as possible. So, but I mean, what he says is, 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 is really powerful. Keep it things as simple as possible. I mean, that's why I wrote on Medium. Uh, we talked about that before, like there were a lot of options, but Medium was the only way to just start in, in 10 seconds. Uh, you just yeah. make up an account and start writing. The other had to like make your own site or just rent a hosting space or whatever it was a little bit more complicated but i was like you know what i want just want to start writing now and that is yeah. why i started on medium 
That's true. And he even mentions like things um, like people in history or currently like Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg who have done like tremendously complicated things, but that's not how they started out anyway. They said like Elon Musk started making like a little club in the basement of his dormitory in college. So I don't think anyone's like who's successful or barely, they don't start off with a complicated concept. They start with the simple steps to get there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a, a saying, I think it's in, in Bitcoin, but it works for everything. Like something complicated that works originated from something that's simple that works. It never yeah. originated from something that didn't work. So yeah, it, it's now but it started simple, but it always worked. I mean, that's, that's the thing you have to keep in mind. If it doesn't work from the start, it's never going to work. So keep things simple, like yeah. simple, like doing simple steps. No one is happening. Um, yeah. There's one thing I want to talk about more in detail because I'm not from the states. I'm from Europe, uh, mm-hmm. and, and like Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg are well, well known all over the world. But like Sheryl Sandberg, is she like from Facebook or something? Or yeah, exactly. She's from Facebook. I actually had to look it up myself too, so don't feel bad. <laughs> yeah, she's the Facebook. I think she's a COO of Facebook, and she worked with Zuckerberg in the beginning when they first started. She gave a lot of the ideas to um, the development of Facebook. So, if Jordan is saying that she uh, influenced millions and made billions, um, how exactly did she do it? Then she was like. I think she, I don't want to speak because I'm not really sure on it, but I think she had a lot to do with the infrastructure. Like Mark Zuckerberg is like the brains of everything. I think Cheryl was just like, you know, the right hand man or woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that I, that reminds me of something that, that, um, Gary Vee, yeah, Gary Vee talks about her too. Like, uh, you don't have to be Zuckerberg, it can be her and also be like the number two and make, yeah, one. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the same thing. Yeah. It's true. Mm-hmm. I thought of that same thing when I read this too, about how you can be second in command, third in command, and still be doing really well for yourself. Like he said, she's making billions as well. So that's crazy. Yeah. That's why I'm second in command and uh, authorized too. <laughs> okay. Well, we're not making billions yet. Maybe one day. <laughs> uh, okay. So, um, yeah, uh, like keep it simple. That's like, that's basically like the solution to all your problems. Like right? uh, a lot of it is just like, um, uh, um, to 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 uh, complicate and and then he goes into writing. That's that's an, another uh, topic where I guess oh yeah yeah that was interesting as well. How he said um, basically in third grade he was in advanced reading class and he was supposed to write a report on a book and he used all these large words and thought he was going to basically he probably thought he was going to ace the uh, what, what do you call it the paper. And he got a 77. So he was upset by that. And I had something similar happen to me too. Like I used to always try to use large words because I thought it would impress the teacher or I would, you know, look better or sound more intelligent. But I always did poorly when I did that. So whenever I went into the basics, I got a lot better score. Yeah, that's that's true. I mean, in writing, it's, it's true. Like if you, if you can't like write your idea in a page, then you don't mm-hmm. know what your idea really is, right? And then yeah. they say something about, for instance, your business too. If you can't explain your business to a five-year-old, you don't understand it that well. Yeah, it's 
it's really important because I hate when I go online and have to think too far into like a description of something. Like no one ha- wants to have to use a dictionary or like try to sort through like whatever description you have. It's much better like when you just keep, like keep it simple in that aspect as well. Did you see the examples he put there? Yeah. Uh, that yeah. was kind of, he's like, yeah, just a simple one. It's like easy to read. I understand it. The other one I have to kind of like think about what exactly this person's trying to say. Like, does it even make sense? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, that's a little bit the problem in like cryptocurrency, like the white papers, like the white papers are like the papers where you describe your coin are filled with words like, yeah, like a blockchain and like, but that blockchain is not simple, but they're like, like this, this distributed uh, computing and stuff like that. And you know what I mean? It's, it's all stuff, no substance anymore, right? So uh, I mean, that would be good advice for uh, cryptocurrency in general. And for, I think all tech in general is like, keep it simple because like, Nobody else understands it, and like they're not going to use it too if it's too complicated anyway. I agree. Like I don't want my head to hurt after I read something. <laughs> That's. I mean, I talked about it before. Like uh, the the difference between doers and and talkers, right? Like we had a meeting with two doers, and and that meeting was short, simple to the point, with actionable yeah. advice. If you do a meeting with talkers, nothing gets said. Like they talk for hours, but there's no there's no substance, right? That's yeah. Exactly. Uh, great. And then he talks a little bit about uh, his life, and it's also about like labeling, right? How do you label yourself? Some people would say like he's unemployed, or he has no surgery, or he, but you know he labels himself totally different. That's also very important. Yeah, and even in our conversation yesterday, I loved how he was talking about when he was overweight and he just put it in a positive light anyway. So it seems like yes. everything that has to go through he always looks at it optimistically he said i'm not unemployed i'm fun employed which is cool <laughs> yeah uh, that wouldn't work here in europe though <laughs> things like that yeah uh, and, yeah and did you see the um the mini conversation he said like when he was discussing his job or company that he was at that he wanted to step away from he said this is a little scenario he said, what do you want to do with your life jay he said, I want to be happy. They said, are you going to do this job every, are you happy going to this job every day? He said, no. And then he said, boom, that was it. I packed my things and left the next day. Mm-hmm. And I really like that because that's kind of how I, how I feel about things. Like I don't want to be, he did mention also don't be irresponsible. Like make sure you're not going to end up being homeless in the street or whatever, but we really have to pay attention to like our happiness in whatever situation we're in. Cause it drives, like it should drive our decision or should be a major player in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I never understood why people do jobs they don't like. For uh, for Mammy, you talked about it before. Like, why would you do a job that doesn't make you happy? Yeah. 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 Of course, there are like things like uh, providing for your family, and and uh, I mean, I I understand that, but like, if you have right. the option, uh, yeah, it's easy. Yeah, you had to figure out how to work around that, so. I guess you have to like plan like your exit. If you're in a situation where you have like kids and families to take care of, like I think there are solutions, but you really have to think hard and deep about what they are and figure it out. Yeah. Like maybe, maybe nothing is really a problem. Maybe just like you didn't think of the solution yet. I mean, that's something you can say too, right? I think so. Um, There's always something you can do. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, do you want to say anything more about this post? No, I think that was the last 
the last thing I had regarding that one. That was a great post. Yeah, so now I would like to talk a little bit more about my post and we, uh, and my post, we talk about, and your post too today. We talked about uh, the podcast yesterday, so maybe we can, uh, uh, we can talk a little bit more about it. Yeah. So my post is about, uh, I listened to Jordan's, or I was listening to Jordan's um, morning routine. Mm-hmm. And I realized I was missing some things in my routine. It was already great. I was already having a great routine, but it can always improve. And what I figured out was that I need to laugh more in my day. That was my biggest uh, aha moment. Yeah, that was a really good point that he made there. Like, I never even thought about that. Like, when I watched those type of videos that he gave as an example, like, kitten videos or, like, funny animal videos or, like, soldiers coming home from Iraq and they're family is seeing them and they're just so happy to see their, um, the soldier, like those things always make me happy when I watch them. So I think starting your day off with that is definitely a good way to get yourself in a happy state and, um, put your best foot forth for the rest of the day. Yeah, it's true. And and it's funny in a way how society then says like, why are you wasting your time watching kidding videos? But, you know what I mean? <laughs> if you truly enjoy that, there's no waste of time, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny. So, um, yeah, I mean, there's, there's, like, are you happy with your routine or are the things you want to improve on? Hmm. I think I could probably add a couple more things. Like, I do affirmations, gratitudes, exercise, and visualizations. But I would like to add meditation to that. And I do like this funny routine also. Yeah. So for instance, yeah, um, like the, the, yeah, those, those things are of course, the meditation is powerful, exercising, that's also, but um, like the funny routine, like um, I want to laugh, laugh more, but the end goal would be for me personally to like um, create my like stand up things, right? Like again, the, the creating more mm-hmm. uh, than consuming. So that would be awesome if I can get to the point that I can uh, make myself laugh right, by <laughs> You know what I mean? Like creating yeah. laughter and just instead of just consuming something that's funny. So that's that's, that's probably where I would like to go. Yeah. Um, and then like um, the thing that Jordan yesterday said was that was really powerful was that he asked questions to random strangers like, "Hey, can you explain me how what happened in the news or something? Mm-hmm. Or can you explain me how this works or that works?" And then gives power to them. It also allows you to connect because like the teacher student relationship is very powerful. Mm-hmm. So that's something I've, I'm, I'm trying, going to try to do to like uh, talk to a um, stranger every day. Um, yeah. Try to like really connect. And then, yeah. I mean, yeah. And that's funny because you can talk to strangers on medium too. Cause I'm like, how would I talk to strangers every day? Cause I don't go out, out that much currently, but I guess I could do that through medium. Yeah. But I, I, yeah, uh, I feel like we're doing that uh, already. Right. But I really would like to do that in person too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause I, I really think like he's talking about like talking to Uber drivers, cashiers. Yeah. Uh, I want to do that too, because I feel like sometimes I'm like a little bit disconnected of, of what's going on in, in the mm-hmm. real world, like quote unquote. Yeah. So, um, like, I want to see where where people are and, and like 
that's going on with politics. I mean, I don't want to talk about politics, but I want to see where people are in their lives, what makes them say what they say, what makes them believe what they believe, and, and think like the way Jorin is doing, like asking questions. This is a great, great, great way to do that because like you're not judging them either. Like you're just asking to someone, hey, what happened today on the news? And they give their explanation and you're just like, okay, that's your filter, that's okay. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. I think understanding people is very important in life and it helps even just with like creating content and things of that nature. Like Gary Vee says, like he's always been just focused on where people's attention are and that's helped him tremendously in business. And I mean, there's other benefits aside from that. It's just a good thing to do. Yeah, and then correct me if I'm wrong, but like Gary Vee looks like, uh, I mean, this is going to sound strange, but he looks like teenage girls to see where, what they're doing to see what's going to happen, right? I mean, I know it sounds strange, but that's what he's doing, right? Um, musically or apps yeah. like that. Like, I think his daughter uses Musical.ly too, so he knows, like, where all the trends are going, which is really cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, I have to admit, me personally, I'm more like a, a trend follower than, like, a trend creator. So I would, like, Musical.ly would be good for me, like, in five years, it's mainstream or mm -hmm. even, you know what I mean, like, I'm not the guy who would start doing those crazy like niche um, social media things just to be there when it blows up. Uh, I don't. I mean, everybody's different that way, right? Of course, but um, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, like that's the thing I realized as a as a trader too. Like what Jordan is doing, he's he's talking to a to a person and and, and asking him what he thinks happened in the news. I do that sometimes too with trading. I ask some traders, so can you explain me what happened in the market? And the thing you realize is that what they're saying is never the truth because we, in a fact, we can never know the truth. But what they think happens is their view of the, of the fact. And the view of all those people together is what makes the market. So that's why I want to see what mm -hmm. people are saying or doing. So it's always interesting to, to learn a new perspective. Yeah. So... Um, yeah, I think, um, do you need to, or do you want to talk a little bit more about something else? I don't have anything off the top of my head. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's great. Um, so I think um, we can end it here then, right? Yeah, it's a nice short one for today. Well, a couple of minutes short. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, yesterday was, was a, a good one. So um, if people think like they, they didn't have enough today, I, I suggest they listen, listen to the one yesterday again because it's packed with so much wisdom. So, uh, yeah. For sure. It's really good. That's great. So, um, okay. Thank you, Alicia. And uh, we'll talk tomorrow. We'll be here tomorrow again. Thank you. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye. Bye-bye.